Hello, and thank you for listening to the Big Ideas Welcome podcast. I'm Chris McAdoo, and as always, honored to be in your ears. Today, Josh and Jessica Wright, otherwise known as Machinations, formerly Architects Wright and Wright Makers, they are a full-stack real estate development company, meaning they are both licensed architects and licensed contractors that use their skill and capital to develop user-centric solutions for social infrastructure problems, especially focused on community-driven housing. That's a lot of words. But what it means is... This episode is a behind-the-scenes look at how architects think, how developers think, how spaces come together, how we interact with them, how we live with them, in them, and around them, and how community is fostered or not. They're trying to do this the right way, and I'm really excited for you to meet them and to sort of hear a little bit about the thought process of a developer or an architect as an entrepreneur right? As a maker, as someone who is out there trying to do their best work for the most people possible. Thank you to the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center, a nonprofit business accelerator located right in the heart of downtown Knoxville, Tennessee, otherwise known as the Maker City, dedicated to changing lives through entrepreneurship. Learn more about the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center at knoxyc.com. Oh, and if you like what you hear, learn more about Josh, Josh and Jess at architectsright.com. Also, uh, these are some of my oldest friends. <laughs> Josh and Jess, I've known for nearly 30 years, and I've seen them develop as people. I've seen them develop as creatives and as professionals and as architects in the way that they approach not only their profession, but how they approach their lives with a particular brand of joy and curiosity. And I'm so excited to introduce them to you now. Josh and Jessica Wright. Hi, I'm Josh Wright. And I'm Jessica Wright. And we are Machinations. We are architects, contractors, and developers. And our big idea is fostering community through vertical neighborhoods. A vertical neighborhood is what you see every day. It is a multi-story building with apartments in it, right? But when you go into a typical multi-story building, you walk up into the elevator and once you hit that elevator, you don't see another person. The hallway's anonymous. The doors are blank. That is a very different experience than you get from when you are in a traditional neighborhood where you have layers of public and private space between the streetscape and your front door along with that layering of um, personal and private space and intimacy and allowing someone to come into your home as far as you would like them to come. Um, it's a, it's kind of reimagining that stoop um, thought and that porch thought in a traditional neighborhood and applying it into a multifamily building or the development of condos that we've been doing. What we have been trying to do is figure out uh, social spaces in high density areas um, what are the what are the key components to that like the uh, when you see in more urban areas the stoop right where, where kids can hang out and meet that are part of that community as well as um, people can be there interacting with their greater community um, even passively and so uh, with the last project we did the overlook 
what we did was we put the elevator in the middle of the building and had the elevator doors open onto the front balconies of the units of the individual units, but only to your front balcony. Yeah. And to your private front balcony. So that way, as you traverse vertically through the building, all the way up to the sixth floor, if you, uh, you enter the lobby from the street, it's a glass lobby has some great artwork in it. Uh, that's part of the streetscape as well. And, um, then you jump on the uh, elevator and you go up and when you're let out of the elevator, you're still in that streetscape social space. You can still see your neighbor walking down the street and wave at them. You can see um, if something funny is happening. High density communities have been tried in multiple different ways and most of them fail because the idea of community and community interaction and responsibility and pride of ownership of that space and saying uh, uh, falls apart. So the idea of the neighborhood where you say, this is my neighborhood and we're going to work together as, as a community to be a part of this. um, That is the kind of stage we're trying to set because all we can do as architects is kind of set the stage, Mm -hmm. right? If all the world is a theater uh, architects are just the stage designers, right? We're not the players, right? But you can, through good design, set the opportunities up for people to interact. My um, my first degree is in anthropology. And so, you know, studying human culture and the evolution of human culture and everything. Community is what um, helps you maintain maintain security identify who you are, you know, it's an identity of self. It's an idea, identity of um, where you come from, what a lot of people would call finding your tribe now. And however you want to describe it, everyone yearns in one way or another to have a, a sense of community, be it with three people or a thousand people, the extreme sprawl of neighborhoods where you don't know your neighbor that can make people feel disjointed and not, not really know who they are anymore or never really be able to find themselves. Yeah. There's a lot of isolation there, even though you're in the middle of a huge community or a huge, you know, neighborhood. But, um, so far as that feeling like you're part of a community, it's not there. And so people go and try to find it elsewhere. Um, and so a lot of, you know, what we're doing is not really reinventing the wheel at all. It's, we're just re-enhancing it and letting people know, um, this has always been here. It's just, you know, we're building it now. Like we just did the home tour uh, with the overlook and people definitely see the appeal. They see themselves in the building right away. And a lot of people commented on um, the sense of security, the sense of place, um, how they felt really at ease there, how they wanted to live there, how the community was great. Like, it's very apparent when you step into the building or even are around the building and are um, interacting with people on their front porches, be it at that second level or all the way up to the sixth level, you can just feel that um, sense of community and intimacy that the building shares. And so having that as your, your main part of your life and then being able to go out and have these, um, these smaller communities you can be a part of is a really big deal. I think being able to come back home to something um, that feels that intimate and doesn't feel isolated anymore is really important. 
and it's something that everyone strives for. It's almost like we run a movie script in our head of how you traverse through from wherever you are outside the building all the way to the most intimate spaces within the building. How do you interact with that? Mm -hmm. Um, And then are we setting up this opportunity for other interactions within that space? Mm -hmm. There's a single right answer to anything in architecture. Right. There is only better and worse. Mm -hmm. And even when we take our architectural registrations exams, there will be three correct answers and you have to pick the most correct answer. And that's what we are constantly doing Mm -hmm. is trying to find the most correct answer that balances everything together. Yeah. Cause whenever you and I are talking through a decision or a design moment of, um, you know, what works better than another, we go through probably 10 or 15 different scenarios and their pros and cons with that one move. And so we have to figure out like, is it really worth it with the pros of this move or do we need to pivot and do something different? It, you know, one of the reasons New York was so successful was because at one point, like in the eighties, it was a very affordable place to live and it has the high, high enough density for people for that artistic entrepreneurial set to mm-hmm. interact now that group is being pushed out to the, yeah, to, to the, the fringe the, of it because, because they can't afford to live in New York and they're coming to cities like ours. And it's exciting to see things like the maker city be able to harness that same energy that made New York what a great place it is. And now making Knoxville what a great place it is. Had you thought about that before? Had you thought about when you walk into a building, when you walk into a space, that someone designed it? Someone someone made it so that you walk to the left or to the right, or that you felt a certain way, or that you craved a certain experience and a community interaction. Was it there, right? Did you feel welcome in that space? And I hope that what you got from listening to Josh and Jessica is their attention and focus on making welcoming spaces, you know, uh, trying to build places where people want to be and where people want to be together. Learn more about them at architectsright.com and machinations.info over on Instagram. Thank you to the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center. Thank you to the Maker City. As always, I am Chris McAdoo. I am honored to be in your ears with the Big Ideas Welcome podcast. I hope you continue to enjoy season two, the shorter format. We want it to be, well, we don't, we, 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 we value your time. And we want to make the most of it. So if you're getting something out of it, please let us know. Leave us a rating. Let people know that you're enjoying what you hear. Or if you've got a big idea, hit me up. Hello at BigIdeasWelcome.com. Also, we've got some surprises in store and some really cool behind-the-scenes content coming soon on the website. So stay tuned. Now, let's get to work. Thanks for listening to the Big Ideas Welcome podcast. This show is produced and edited by Anthony Palmer and is part of the Palm Tree Podco Network of Podcasts. Big Ideas Welcome is hosted by Chris McAdoo and brought to you by the Knoxville Entrepreneur Center, a nonprofit business accelerator located in the heart of downtown Knoxville, Tennessee. You can learn more at knoxec.com and submit your own big ideas and entrepreneurial adventures at madefornoxville.com. Knoxville.